Hey guys, today we're going to be talking all things brand strategy with Don Foster. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, you guys, we're going to be covering a whole lot of different things in and around brand strategy, starting with your why, and specifically why your why needs to be part of your brand foundation before launching, launching your business, launching a new program, offer, whatever we're talking about here. We're going to be talking with Dawn Foster of DeFoster Marketing. She's a marketing strategist and brand guru who sees shapes and colors before words. After leading large and small marketing teams for over a decade, She's providing resources to small businesses who want to uplevel their marketing. Having worked with budgets that range from non-existent to multi-million dollars and everywhere in between, her experience, creativity, and analytical skills are helping solopreneurs, C-suite operations, e-commerce, and online retailers create original branding and marketing strategies that are exceeding revenue goals and standing out from their competitors. All right, with that, let's get on to our talk with Dawn. All right, Dawn, welcome to the No Like and Trust show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm really interested in some of the things that we've already talked about off air, of course, but I love some of the things that that you've said that you see shapes and colors before words and that you honor the presence of a why in someone's brand. So I'm, I'm excited for us to dive into that and give the audience some kind of tips in that direction. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Oh, I'll make this a short story. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm Dawn. I'm a marketing consultant. I have a, I'm the owner of Defoster Marketing Consulting and I'm a full-time entrepreneur, but 15 years ago, I would not have thought I would be where I am. I started my career on the design side of things. I worked as a graphic design intern, production artist, all the way up to art director before making the transition over into the planning and strategy side of things. I've always been a creative person, but oddly enough, it's interesting how my brain works. Uh, I've always said that if I didn't go to school for graphic design, I probably would have done something in accounting. And usually those two like don't really mix. Yeah, they don't really <laughs> go together so often there. <laughs> but fortunately enough for me, when I made the switch into planning and strategy, it's because someone introduced numbers to me and how that goes along with the marketing and branding. So I'm super lucky to be able to bring the two together and do something that I absolutely love. And I ended up in entrepreneurship because an opportunity presented itself that I thought, I just can't pass this up. This is where I'm supposed to be. I'm a firm believer of you are where you are for a reason. So when the opportunity presented itself, I took it and here I am today. That is fantastic. And also, I know that we said I don't launch questions at people, but now I'm super curious. What's your personality type? Have you ever done like the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram or any of those things? I feel like I have done so many. No, I don't know. I was going to a whole like my therapist says, but this is not the place for that. 
Hey, I mean, it can be. We're all open here, you know? <laughs> no, the reason I asked, though, is I think our backgrounds are probably very similar. You know, you started from a design perspective. I started from photography, although I did some graphic design as well. And then here we are both on the analytical strategic side of things. And I'm always curious when I find people who have had similar paths because I don't think it's all that common. Yeah, it's, you know, I want to say that I totally agree. Like I don't typically run into people that I guess can think on both sides. I love my creatives, but then when I start to go down the path of numbers and reporting, I kind of lose them. And usually I'm working with like tech people. And then when I try to pull them over into like the creative and the emotional aspect of things, they're like, get out of here. I want to say it's probably what I consider to be one of my secret weapons because to be able to do both and to think both ways, I think has really helped me get to where I am today for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So talking about the why and creating a brand foundation before doing other things, what led you to that conclusion? And, and you know, what can you kind of infer from that with, you know, both the marketing and design side that you bring to the table? So I love how you asked the question. I don't know if you noticed that you did it, but you really emphasized the before aspect. So I tend to work with solopreneurs and small business owners, people who are either just starting or at the point of their business where they're really trying to make it to the next level of growth. And I see fairly often where people just haven't done their due diligence of building out their brand And one of the most important aspects of that is the why of your brand. And I focus on the why because I think it goes overlooked, even though it's clear in how we behave and how we consume information today. So if you think about it, we're living in an age of social media. People have a clear view into what it is that you believe, they want to know the details about you, they want to connect with who you are. So when you include the why in that, it pulls back the curtain of your business a bit so that people can further connect with you and make purchase decisions because of that connection as well, rather than just your product or service or price. So including that why and building a strong brand foundation is super important for the success of a business. It's definitely going to take you way further in the long run if you've built that out. So when you're talking about including your why, I mean, are are you saying like, I should go and plaster my why on my website? Are you saying I should have my why included in the course description? Like, where are you aiming this? That's a great question. Why shows up in a lot of different ways. Your why is going to be that thing that makes you come back every day. Why are you serving the people that you serve? Why why is this your, your passion? Why you're committed to doing what it is that you do? Your why also shows up in... Not just that, but your beliefs as as a business. Like we're going to treat the people that we serve with integrity because we believe in X, Y, and Z. 
And your why and pulling in a bit more of that personality really shows that it's, it's an overused word, the authenticity of your business and your brand. So that's what I mean when I say showing what your why is. But to start, if you know for sure why it is that you show up every day, why it is that you do what you do, is going to make that entire process way easier to help bring your brand to life. So when you're talking about a why, right? Like I think a lot of people will say, well, I do this, you know, for my kids so I can create a great life for them or things like that. And I think those kinds of answers, while they're real and while they do affect your life, of course, (laughs) I think they can be a little bit overplayed, shall we say? Not so much that they don't have meaning, but when everyone uses the same generic kind of why, it loses its meaning. So so how do we dig in and get something that's actually going to affect real progress? The answer of some people say I do this for my kids, it makes me think of back when like you would interview for a job and sometimes the interviewer would say, "Why do you want to work here?" The difference in saying, because I need to make money so that I can keep a roof over my head. Right, right. And I really believe in what it is that your business does. I love how you treat your employees. It's it's that type of difference. Um, I really appreciate how you're pushing society forward or the uh, position you take when it comes to X, Y, and Z. So when it comes to answering your why, it's looking a bit deeper. Sure, you you may want to build something for your kids and your family, but what's the service aspect of that where it isn't quite as personal? How are you giving back to other people? So once you've found that why, once you like have a good take on it, you know, like I I know that my why for my business, for example, is I get very frustrated when good people, skilled people, people who can genuinely help others aren't getting business because if they're not getting business, it means they're not helping people. And I genuinely believe in the ripple effect. If I can help one person, then they can do better at life, whatever whatever aspect that is. And then they can turn around and help five people. And then those five people can turn around and help five people. And 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 soon we've made the world a better place. And I fully 100% believe that if you have the ability to help people, you need to get your message out there. And, and that's my big why. And it came from me feeling frustrated is probably the most honest answer. Like I'd be at a network meeting and I'd see someone who had such a great service to offer and nobody understood what they did because they hadn't figured out how to explain it. They hadn't marketed themselves. You know, all of those things came together, right? So there's a why. It has meaning. It has, it has you know, social effect, right? But then how do you tie that to numbers? Like you said, you're a creative and a numbers person. So I'm really curious to see how you tie that in and make it so that the whole marketing, the whole brand foundation makes sense. Okay, let's connect some dots here. So your why should somehow attach to your goal overall for your business. And your goal is going to attach to your numbers. So let's come up with a hypothetical scenario here. And I'll use my business. Similar to you, my why is fairly similar. I'm here for a purpose to give back to others, to serve others, in addition to travel and see this great big world that we have. My purpose is to take what comes naturally to me 
and share it with other people and help them be better. With that being my why, my goal is how can I serve this one particular client, teach them, educate them, and really not necessarily hold them hostage to my product offerings, but I'm going to empower them, show them, explain to them how everything is coming together. So if that's my goal, how do I do that on a larger scale? So from there, I'll put in certain tactics, a plan to say, okay, this is what I'm going to set out to do. So now when I'm looking at all of my numbers, how are people getting to that said product? Are they coming in from email? Are they coming in from my social channels? Are they coming in from some external links of perhaps a podcast that I may have appeared on? I'm going to look at those numbers to figure out which one is providing me with the best results so I can do more of that to reach more people, which is my goal, which fulfills my why. I love how you just tied that all together. Oh, that was so good. I think a lot of those pieces people can kind of think of on their own, but putting it all together is what really makes it strategic. Yeah, it's it's really like music where like many, many moons ago I played a cello. The cello is just one instrument, but when you've got the violin, the viola, the cello, the bass, all your strings coming together, it's stronger and more impactful than that one individual instrument. Sure, it's beautiful as a singular instrument, but it can be a lot stronger when all of the pieces of the puzzle come together. I like that analogy. I think just in the last day or two, I heard a similar one. And it was basically the idea of like, you can have, you know, 20 immensely accomplished musicians in a room, and they can all be playing a masterpiece, like the piece that they feel like they've accomplished the most that they have practiced the best that they, you know, deliver in the best performance. But if they're all playing different pieces, it's just a jumble of noise. And I like how you kind of, you know, likened it to like, you know, a cello can be beautiful on its own, but when you add in supporting instruments, all playing in harmony, it creates something so much more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've all seen it one way or another, whether it's with our business or whether it's with our families that things may work, but you always have this moment where it's like, oh, well, that was better because all of these things came together. It's the same for your business. It's going to be the same for your marketing and branding, everything coming together and working in unison. So let's talk a little bit about shapes and colors. I'm really curious how you use this in your business and and how it plays well with the other pieces of your brand foundation as well. So I always say that I see shapes and colors first, and that's That more so comes from my creative background. Shapes and colors, photography, that's going to really help give me the emotional cues that's going to make whatever you're trying to say to me even stronger. Sure, you can have words. You can tell me, buy my product, or this is going to help you, or this is what we offer. But your story goes so much further when the shapes that you use, photography that you use, the colors that you use convey that. We've all seen, and this is just coming to me, 
I'm not sure if I told you in the beginning I can be chatty. Here's the chatty. We're good. <laughs> We've all seen those, a commercial from like either uh, Amazon or Apple does it really well. Nikes, your Under Armors. We'll see these visual commercials and sometimes we get no words, one word, a sentence at the end. All of that goes along with what they want us to think and feel. And that's usually the first thing that I'm paying attention to when I see something, how the visuals of it come together first. So that's really interesting because the minute you said, I live like 10 minutes from Nike, they're like a few miles down the road from where I live. So uh, this is like Nike town. I have two neighbors like in spitting distance that work for them. So obviously we get a lot of that product reinforcement around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like the minute you said Nike, I remembered the the Colin Kaepernick ad that they did. And it was, if I recall, it was all in like grainy black and white. And it had such a nostalgic feel to it. And I feel like there was a gold swash at one point in the commercial. I'm I'm not looking it up now to to reference this. But I think like what you said, like Nike and Apple, like they do such a good job with their imagery of just invoking those feelings that when they do actually say something, it hits not just like doubly hard, but at such an exponential level. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm starting to geek out here because I love talking about this. I know, right? <laughs> you can always tell when a company has done their due diligence slash has a significant budget where they can get away with, I'm just going to show you something. Like my brand is that strong where you only need to see You don't need to hear anything, read anything, and know this is my brand. My husband and I, more so me than him, he probably hates it. I'm not going to ask. We'll do this thing. I do this thing where if a commercial comes on or we see an an ad somewhere and I don't see any, a, a specific logo on it, or I don't see... They haven't had their company call out. I do this thing of how fast can I figure out who this brand is? And it's always impressive to me or exciting for me when you can see that, not know the logo, not have a clear call out that says this is such and such and know who that brand is. That's somebody should really make a game out of that. I'm sure one exists. There probably is. I mean, there's meme games like that. So there's probably one for ads too. (laughs) Yeah. Even with my clients, I always tell them one of the things that the place we want to get to with your brand is be so on target and on brand laser focused and not waver from what your brand is, what it says, how it looks, how it feels so that we can get to the point where If we line up everything that we've done and cover the logo, you can tell that it's the same business. That's always the goal. It's a really good way of distilling it. All right. So we're talking about colors and words, invoking the feeling. And we've also talked about having a why before you launch products, offers, businesses, and whatnot. How do we make sure that what we are putting out there visually bolsters that why? It's going to come back to the work that you do initially that has to do with your branding. When you set out to create your brand, you're, you're going to not just create 
a logo, but what are the colors that live with that brand? What does the photography look like that lives with that brand? How is it stylized so that it's unique to you and your business? Are there any textures that go along with it? If you're doing your own photography, like what type of look does your photography has? Is it grainy? Does it have more of that cloudy feel to it? Do you always have some type of lens flare? Are you adding your own texture or border to it so that it always looks like your brand? What does your brand sound like? Are you snarky? Are you funny? Are you serious? Are you educational? All of that goes into creating what that brand looks like and the visuals that live with it. Once you've got that set, you shouldn't stray far from that ever. Like you'll evolve, you'll push the limits, you'll continue to move forward as a brand in general, but you shouldn't be reinventing the wheel time and time, month after month, week after week at all. You'll simply do a refresh, but it should still hold true to what the core of that brand is. Love it. Dawn, thank you so much. This has been a really good discussion. Obviously, we're geeking out on both of our languages here. So, you know, that's always fun. But I love how you distilled some of these topics down into really bite-sized ideas so people can take them and apply them to their own businesses and and maybe even ask the hard question, like, do I really need a rebrand or do I just need a fine-tune? You know, there's there's so many ways we could go here. But why don't you tell us a little bit about where we can find you online, what your preferred platform is, and see if anyone wants to connect with you. Sure. My website is defostermarketing.com. I am active on LinkedIn. You can find me there at Dawn P. Foster. And my business is Defoster Marketing on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm so excited that we finished this talk. I totally ended up geeking out with Don. I think you guys probably noticed that. But one of the cool things that happens when two people of similar thinking start geeking out is that you pick up little nuggets along the way. Some of the little things that we said, I promise you, are probably the biggest thing that you're going to hear all year because all of these things do need to play well with others. I know I've said that on the show before. Playing well with others is what your holistic marketing plan needs to do. If you found value in this episode, please do us the favor and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. I know that I've spoken in the past both about Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. There are options for reviews almost wherever you listen to this show. And leaving that review isn't just something you do to pat me on the back. It helps other people find the same great content that you've been finding value from. I thank you in advance. All right, guys, see you next week.